here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Morning, everyone. Happy Friday to you ahead of a massive weekend in sport. Daniel Pedigrew in the chair. It is Friday, the 23rd of September, 2022. Broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SEN Q693 AM in Queensland and Brisbane, and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. 1300 01 1170, the phone number. 1300 01 1170. You can text 0457. 736736. Well, is this the biggest weekend in sport uh, in Australia this weekend? I know we've got the NRL Grand Final next weekend, which for Sydney is the biggest event. Uh, on well, One of the biggest sporting events, probably along with Origin on the State of Origin calendar. But to, uh, in the next 36 hours, we've got tonight's NRL preliminary final between Parramatta and the Cowboys. We then go into tomorrow afternoon with the AFL Grand Final. Added interest in Sydney, at least with the Swans taking on Geelong, but still, regardless, a huge event. And then we have, of course, on tomorrow night, uh, we have, of course, the second preliminary final, an all-Sydney game between Penrith and the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Is it our biggest weekend of sport, or is next weekend still the biggest weekend of sport? Regardless, we are spoilt for choice at the moment. Uh, it all kicks off a little later on tonight. Today on the show, we will talk to Jonathan Gallo. The Socceroos played last night. They got a 1-0 victory over New Zealand. We'll get his take on that and continue our road to the World Cup. Charlie Goodso will join me in the studio in about half an hour. We will preview the two NRL preliminary finals, take a look at the NRLW this weekend, semifinals there, and also get his thoughts on the AFL Grand Final. I'll be very interested to hear what he has to say. Keep in mind... He is a Collingwood fan. Uh, and plenty more as well. So 1300 01 1170 0457 736 736. It's two past five. The hot topic, thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Yeah, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot, and strong. Ask your plumber to install a Rheem. All right, before we get to the news, of the day. I want a couple of things from you this morning on 1300 01 1170 or 0457 736 736. The first one is I want your predictions for this weekend. Out of the three, the two NRL matches and the AFL grand final, who is going to win? Who are your tips? Who are you tipping? What's your bold prediction for this weekend on our weekend forecast? Who is going to make it to the grand final in the NRL and who is going to win the competition? In the AFL, 0457 736 And I want to know whether you're listening through 1170, 693, 1620. I want to know, what are you doing this weekend to watch your finals footy? I mentioned on Tuesday's show, I was out and about on Saturday night uh, to watch uh, the NRL and the AFL in Sydney, and it was buzzing. Uh, I was out a bit yesterday as well. It's very busy for the public holiday. But what are you doing this weekend? Because in many respects, and I know 2020 in Sydney uh, was sort of normal. You could still go out. You could still do stuff. Um, Queensland it didn't really affect you. But in many respects, it's the first normal year of finals footy we've had since 2019. Last year, if you're living in Sydney, you couldn't watch anything with your friends. So what are you doing this year? What are you doing? What are you doing this weekend? Tonight, tomorrow, 
I want to know. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 What are you doing uh, this weekend uh, to watch your finals footy? I want to know that. Uh, so your tips, your predictions, and what are you doing this weekend? Are you heading out? Are you staying at home? Throwing a party? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. And this one as well. Uh, not sure if it's back page of the Daily Telegraph, but it's if it's not back page, it's second back page. Um, a story about uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard and Junior Pullo. Um, they've made this stunning omission that he, they grew up hating each other. Uh, with the pair having locked horns for more than a decade. Uh, but they have now stamped themselves as arguably the competition's premier prop combination ahead of tonight's preliminary final against North Queensland and Townsville. Uh, now, while Polo now describes Campbell Gillard as a mate and one of the best I have ever played with, that wasn't always the case. The rivalry between the pair started at junior level 15 years ago uh, when Campbell Gillard was with Rudy Hill, Windsor Wolves and then Penrith. Uh, he went on to say, I guess when you're playing alongside someone who you grew up hating pretty much, you tend to grow a better relationship. And we have certainly been doing that off the field. Me and Reg, it's a combination and a relationship we have been building over the past couple of years since he got to the club in 2020. And look, there's no argument that they are one, if not the best Ford duos in the competition. Uh, There's a lot of good Ford duos in the competition, but... Uh, they would definitely be up there. So it got me thinking on this Friday morning, along with everything else, best duos, best combinations in sport. It uh, doesn't have to be currently, can be in the past as well, and any sport. The best duos, the best combinations in sport. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. The best combinations in sport. And look, uh, there's a lot of them. Um, and there's a couple that stand out for me, but I'm not, I'm not going to say that because I'm sure uh, you, the listeners, may well nominate the people I'm thinking of. So the best combinations in sport, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170, the best combinations, the best duo in sport, any sport, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Now, back page of the Daily Telegraph today, uh, two years after his NRL career almost ended, Bryce Cartwright looms as Parramatta's heat-seeking missile on in Friday night's preliminary final clash, tonight's preliminary final clash with North Queensland. Now, we know Cartwright's career was in tatters when released by the Gold Coast. He said at the time, 99% of people think I'm done. Cartwright was pleading for an NRL club to take a chance on him, and Parramatta did. Now, Cartwright is shaping as a possible match winner, coming off the bench in hot and humid Townsville. Uh, It will be a tight game, it will be hot, and there will be a bit of fatigue by the end of the game, and Bryce might just be that X factor that you need to win these games, said Cartwright's uncle John, a former Penrith Grand Final winner, and New South Wales and Test Ford. Uh, heat will stop a train. If you've got to defend a couple of repeat sets on your try line in humidity and 30 degrees heat, it doesn't matter who you are. Someone in that defensive line will be fatigued and Bryce is as good as anyone at finding them, at finding him. Yeah, Bryce Cartwright. Uh, remember when he first came onto the scene, he was very, uh, very rated as a player and then uh, went downhill, but uh, we'll see what he can do for Parramatta. And just on the Parramatta-Eels as well, um, and we'll talk more about it with Charlie later. But the heat tonight, 
I know they flew up there. They got a private jet, a chartered jet. Not the same one, I have to say, that our eight lucky SCN listeners, uh, who we gave the prizes away over the course of the last 24 or so hours, how good has that been, um, are on. But uh, they'll be on a different one today. But do you, do you think the heat is going to play a factor tonight for the Parramatta Eels? 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. Look, I, I don't think it will. Um, they've been training with heaters. I saw a couple of the Parramatta players on the news last night saying, no, don't worry. We don't worry about it. We've just got to go out there. It's 80 minutes and we've got to give it our all for 80 minutes. Does it play a factor? We'll talk more about it with Charlie a little later on. 0457 736 736 or uh, 1300 01-11-70. Uh, one more before a break as well. Uh, a lot of talk yesterday about the rules around the World Cup after Joseph Suwali uh, decided to play for uh, Samoa. Well, Samoan coach Matt Parrish has revealed how he called uh, him four or five weeks ago to plant the seed of for him playing at the World Cup. At no point, Parrish said, did he talk to him about playing fullback. He spoke to the teenager about his coaching staff, the work being done in the Pacific, and the chance to play alongside some of Samoa's other stars. Um, then he left it basically to Joseph to decide. And on Tuesday, as Parrish was on the tarmac in Samoa, readying to return to Australia, he got the phone call. He said, can you talk? I said, quickly, I'm about to take off. He laughed and said, I want to tell you something. I want to play for Samoa. I want to tell you before I ring Mal. I spoke to him again on Wednesday morning. I have never spoken to Joseph about positions or what position he would be playing. I have never promised him or any other player a position in any team. I want to make that crystal clear. I rang Joseph. It would have been four or five weeks ago. And I spoke to him about our plans for Samoa. Uh, I said, you need to think about it. By no means am I attempting to turn you away from Australia, but we would love to have you on board. Uh, Parrish first uh, first bumped into a Swahili a year ago at an emerging blues camp. At the time, he had only played a handful of games for the Sydney Roosters, but he was on the Samoan coach's radar. Look, as I said yesterday, I have no issue with him playing for Samoa. I do think, though, after this year's World Cup, we are going to have to look at the rules around playing International Rugby League. Um, and also, I don't think personally Samoa or Tonga are Tier 2 teams anymore. I think they're Tier 1 teams. And as I think Vossi mentioned yesterday on the breakfast show in Sydney, Australia and New Zealand are basically 99% locked in for a semi-final match. Um, yeah, so 99% chance they'll be in the semi-final. And then you've got... Um, a host of other teams that could be on the other side, England, Samoa, Tonga. Uh, 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. We'll take a break. John Gallo, not too far away, and we'll come back with your texts and calls as well. What are you doing this weekend? What will you be doing? Where will you be watching your sport, the two NRL games and the AFL game? Um, also, best combinations in sport, best duos in sport of all time. Few texts there already. And who wins this weekend in the big matches? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01170. It's 11 past five. Yeah, good to have you coming. It is quarter past five, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. There is a stack of texts there. I'll get to them shortly. Um, asking you what you're doing this weekend. 
uh, to watch all of the footy. And uh, Jacob has been on the text. He said a good text in. He said, don't forget there's Bledisloe Cup Saturday evening too. Yes, there is. It's sort of, thank you, Jacob, uh, very good point. It's sort of gone by, by the wayside a bit, uh, considering we've got the NRL and the AFL and the fact the Wallabies lost last week. I think there'd be a lot more talk about the Bledisloe uh, tomorrow if we were going in for a chance to win the Bledisloe Cup. Uh, but it is a, good, a very good timing, Jacob. So the AFL 2.30 will be done by about 5 o'clock. 5.05, the Bledisloe, Australia, New Zealand, into Penrith South. What an amazing weekend of sport. Amazing. Uh, more texts there. Get to them in just a second. Uh, firstly, though, let's go to the open line. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Jamie from Ipswich is on the line on this Friday morning. Uh, morning to you, Jamie. G'day, mate. How are you? Yeah, very, very well. You wanted to comment on the heat in Queensland tonight for the Parramatta Eels. Yeah, mate. Yeah, I think it's definitely going to be a factor, eh? I've seen a statistic the other day. The Cowboys have never lost a finals game up in Townsville. So mm. being from far north Queensland myself, this time of year it always starts getting a bit warmer. And, and, and yeah, it's definitely going to be a factor. I think it'll be in the back of their minds. And personally, I think if it's a close game, I think the Cowboys will have the edge and they'll probably end up winning, I think. I think I looked yesterday, it was supposed to be about, it was supposed to feel like about 27 degrees come kickoff um, tonight. Uh, that will, I still think, now they'll say they've been training with heaters on and everything, but nothing prepares you for the real thing. And especially, I'd imagine, the humidity as well. That, that's the big one, the humidity, like 27 degrees. But when you're there, the humidity in Townsville is, is yeah, there's nothing like it. So, yeah, training with heaters on and all that, it's obviously in the back of their minds. And I think, yeah, I just lean towards the Cowboys. And that one, I think that's going to be, a, it is going to be a factor. And how much of a factor do you think as well, Jamie, will the crowd be as well? Obviously, the majority North Queensland fans, it's going to be a pretty intimidating place for Parramatta to travel to tonight. Yeah, 100%. That's going to be another massive factor. When the fatigue does set in, the crowd's going to, yeah, they're huge up in North Queensland. They love their footy and, that is going to be a huge factor. Yep, agree with you. So you're tipping the Cowboys? I'm tipping the Cowboys in a close one, mate, yeah. And out of interest, who's winning tomorrow, Penrith or Souths? Oh, I'd like to see South Sydney win it, but I think it's hard to go against Penrith. Um, they've just been the form team all year, haven't they? And, and all, when all their players are on deck and fire and they're, they're a hard team to toss, so, yeah, I have to lean towards them as well, mate, I think. Yep, perfect, mate. Thank you for the call. Call any time. Have a great weekend. Yeah, you too, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Uh, interesting, interesting insight there from Jamie from Ipswich, uh, just how hot it will be. It will be interesting to see if it does have an impact uh, tonight. Keep those calls coming, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. as we get to John Gallo asking you uh, this morning about great combinations in sport. There's a lot of text there about that, so we'll talk about that. What are you doing this weekend to watch the finals footy? Because at least for people listening through uh, 1170 Sydney, you couldn't do anything last year. You had to be stuck at home, but you can go out and about, as I said last weekend, Sydney was buzzing on Saturday night. This text from Andrew. I love this text uh, from Andrew. He goes, uh, hi, Dan. Good morning. Looking forward to the big weekend of sport. Uh, heading out tonight to the pub with a few mates to watch the NRL. Then tomorrow heading to AFL grand final par- uh, party with my partner. And then out again tomorrow night with a few mates. Uh, for the NRL prelim. Andrew, you're doing it spot on. Brilliant way to do it. John Gallo is on the line. Morning to you, John. 
Good morning, Dan. How are you going? Yes, very, very well. Exciting big weekend of sport coming up. But it has already started because last night the Socceroos over in New Zealand won golden ill in the 32nd minute. Uh, I must admit I was not staying up for all of it because my alarm went off at 3.30 this morning. But, John, uh, you are our wonderful football expert, so you watched every second of it. What did you make of it? And will the Socceroos, and they do play again on Sunday, and we will review that on Tuesday when we speak again, but what will the Socceroos take out of their last game at home before they do head to the World Cup, which begins in eight weeks' time? Yeah, I think there were some good points um, to take out of you know, yesterday's performance. There were some some negative points as well, I suppose, just hearing some of the, the fans' reaction and some of the headlines this morning waking up, um, some calling it a, a fairly sluggish uh, performance by, by the Socceroos. But admittedly, they, these players haven't played uh, together for some time, so maybe they're still trying to, to gel together and, and form some you know, on-field relationships happening, um, which is still something that was pretty evident last night for, for a lot of people. Um, but I think it was, it was a good hit out. I think it was a good test uh, for, for the Socceroos because New Zealand did grow a lot at the Socceroos, albeit that it was uh, at Suncorp in Brisbane and, and it was a home game for, for Australia. But New Zealand did come out of the box and, and really try to put Australia under pressure, particularly early on, the first 10 to 15 minutes uh, they probably had a, a real good opportunity to score New Zealand, actually, but they just sent it wide past the post. But after that point in time, Socceroos slowly came on top. Jackson Irvine, uh, obviously Mabil, who got the goal in, in the end. It was a remarkable goal as well. If you go back on the highlights reel, just outside the 18-yard mm. box, fantastic long-range effort, which found the back of the net in the end. But it was the only goal that was uh, seen on the night. And uh, I suppose it was a, a real compliment the fact that how well New Zealand did play as well. They didn't make it easy for the Socceroos, but um, it was a good test, good hit out, but there's still a long way to go. And um, I think it helped. Obviously, they had Gus Hiddink, the former 2006 World Cup coach for the Socceroos. He was down there in the dressing sheds helping out Graham Arnold on a special invite from Graham Arnold to come down and uh, to see him again reunite with the uh, the Socceroos was uh, was a great sign. But um, yeah, I think from Australia and New Zealand, I think it was a good hit out, but uh, a long way to go for the Socceroos if they want to improve before the World Cup. Yeah, and their first game in the World Cup is against France. Uh, it is going to be probably early hours, sort of 6 a.m. sort of time here uh, when it starts on the Tuesday morning. Just doing the quick maths and looking at uh, England times. But yeah, about 6 a.m. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday morning will probably be actually Wednesday morning uh, when it gets underway. It is International Weekend as well this weekend, so no English Premier League. And we'll look at... Uh, the two teams we're looking at at the World Cup in just a second. But it is the last international weekend before the World Cup. Um, and as I said, the World Cup not that far away now, only seven or eight weeks away. Um, what do teams, not maybe not so much Australia, who, being realistic, won't go on uh, to win anything? Well, they might win some games, but they're not going to, very unlikely that they're going to win the World Cup, although funny things that may have happened. But the real contenders out of uh, the World Cup, and we know who they are and the teams that are hoping that they are contenders, what do they take out of this weekend of footy? Firstly, you don't want any injuries, but... I always find these matches interesting seven or eight weeks, a couple of months out from a World Cup where it's good to play and good to get some combinations going, I imagine, John. But other than that, it's just, it almost seems sort of pointless. Yeah, look, there has been a little bit of that debate around uh, in terms of the the real 
you know, use of having these friendlies again midway through a, a normal domestic league season as well as being so close to the World Cup at the same time. And as you said, the risk of fatigue and the risk of injury, um, you know, sending players back to club land after, you know, with, with injuries is not really going to go down well, obviously, with the club manager. So you can you can imagine that the club manager would be telling some of those real key players uh, for some of their international teams to just probably take it easy and if you can, try to stay on the bench and come on maybe for the last 10, 15 minutes. They don't want to be risking. I mean, can you imagine uh, the likes of Mbappe or Neymar or someone of that stature being injured for the World Cup and then having to miss the World Cup? Um, yeah, Marco Royce for Germany picked up a terrible ankle injury and, and now will be missing the, the World Cup uh, as a result. So it, it's it's something that does float around with uh, within football circles about the idea of these friendly games. And I suppose the only real thing that comes up about it is it's an opportunity to, to test some of the young players out and give them an opportunity to experience international football. But yeah. at the same time, um, yeah, you, you don't want to get in a young, young player an injury as well and having to sit down on the sidelines for 12 to 18 months if it's a bad injury. So... Yeah, there, there does come into it, but I suppose it gives the coaches international level an opportunity to see their squad and rotate the players as well, which you can which you can understand. All right, let's have a look at our two teams. We are doing the road to the World Cup. We've been doing it most weeks over the past couple of months, and we're only uh, well, I've got seven more weeks uh, left uh, here, and that's about the time until the World Cup has. Anyway, so we're doing it very well. We're up to Group E, uh, Spain um, and Costa Rica. Let's start. Well, we've done Germany and Japan last week. Let's start with Spain. They, they are surely one of the powerhouses in this year's World Cup. Oh, yeah, absolutely. you only got to look at their, their squad to know some of the, the key players like Fatty, Ferran, Torres, Marco Estenio, Morata, just to name a few players that have obviously heavily featured in the La Liga, the domestic Spanish league there, and, and obviously heavily for Barcelona and Real Madrid. A lot of these players come from as well as Athletic and, uh, you know, fantastic players, players who've got that real steel in the midfield as well, um, particularly with Alonso and Lorente and Coque as well for Atletico Madrid. Players are built with a lot of experience, mixed in with some good youth as well. So that will go down very, very well for the for the Spanish. Obviously, the preparations of the World Cup qualifying campaign was was fantastic for them, almost faultless, as well as the UEFA Nations of League. Uh, they're currently sitting on top of that group ahead of Portugal, Czech Republic and Switzerland. So the preparations leading into the World Cup have been fantastic. Um, I still think out of the three teams, Portugal, Czech Republic, Switzerland, probably Portugal will probably provide them the toughest task for, for the Spanish. But um, I think other than that, I think this you know Spanish team is a team to look out for in the World Cup. They're doing fantastic things. Luis Enrique has got them very well managed. We saw some glimpses of their uh, sublime performances in the Euro last year, and I think that will continue throughout this year's World Cup. And as you said, I think they are one of the powerhouses for sure in this uh, in this year's World Cup. When you look at that group, Spain, Germany and Japan, probably the odd one out, the one that might struggle, is the final team, Costa Rica. Yes, yes. So Sorry, I was looking at the UEFA Nations League. So, yeah, they've got Costa Rica, Germany and, and Japan. So... I think, look, it'll be interesting to see how they go against Germany, obviously, with a big powerhouse. But Costa Rica is probably a team that they can favour to, to beat. Uh, Japan, look, I think Japan will provide a little bit of a test for them somewhat. But I just think, you know, in the end, Spain will be far, far too good. 
Um, it'll be interesting to see how things do go down with those teams, but um, I think out of all, probably Germany will give them a slight test, but I do think Spain will roll through those three games pretty comfortably in the end. So Spain, Costa Rica, Germany and Japan, out of those four teams, who are the two that go through to the next round of the World Cup? I'm going to go Spain and Germany. I think those those two will be the favourites. Costa Rica, there's an unknown factor with Costa Rica a little bit. I mean, that's probably slightly their advantage, but I don't obviously see them having the big-name players of the likes of Spain or Germany to really trouble uh, those two teams. So maybe against Japan, they might be half-decent, but I do think Germany and, and Spain will be uh, will be far too good in the end. Perfect. Awesome. Uh, Gary says on the text, 0457 736 736. What do you mean you only have seven weeks left? Are you leaving? No, no. Well, as far as I know, I'm not leaving. I'm just uh, going overseas for a little while, uh, just a holiday. I'll be back. Uh, I'll be back towards the end of December, uh, unless someone knows something I don't. Uh, but yes, planning to be back. Uh, just, just, just a, just a f- Sorry, Dan, I've got something to tell you. Uh, good, yes, thank you, John. Thank you. No, uh, I plan to be back and ready to go for a, uh, another year. But still, long time, long way to go. Another seven weeks. Lots of sport happening between now and then. Now, just quick. NRL this weekend, uh, getting everyone tip everyone's tips this weekend. Uh, tonight, Parramatta or the Cowboys, John? Uh, I'm going to go, oof, it's up there, North Queensland. I'm going to lean in favour of the Cowboys. Cowboys, you're going to go Cowboys. And tomorrow, yeah. Penrith and Souths in the other NRL prelim. You know what? Uh, I know people are saying this is... You know, Penrith year, but mm-hmm. you know, as a Dogs fan, I've been down this path before where the Dogs performed brilliantly. I think back in 20, a 2012. A bit of a while ago. And a bit of a while ago, yeah. I have to, have to go through the history books for that one and dust it all off the shelf. But, you know, with, with teams flying so high and doing so well uh, for large parts of the season, I know in the last couple of weeks Penrith has stumbled around without their key players, but now with Cleary back, they're on form. But I, I think South are just really up for this year. I've, I've seen them defensively never you know, being put in a better shift than what they put in last week. And I think they're a really hard team to break down. I think with Luttrell playing well, he's, the way he's playing at the moment, he could be a real game changer. I think um, I think South just will be a close one, but I think South will be up for this. So you're going Cowboys South's grand final next Sunday night at a court stadium. And AFL Swans to win? Swans to win, mate, yes. Hopefully they, they get the job done. Geelong, obviously, on, on song there in the AFL and leading the way largely for, for most of the season. But I, I will back the Swans. I think they've come in with good form. Uh, controversy, obviously, in the, in the semi-final against the Pies last week. But I, I will back the Swans to get the job done. Massive weekend of sport. You throw the Bledisloe Cup in tomorrow afternoon at 5 o'clock. You'd be wherever you are, whether you're at home, you're in a pub, you literally have sport from 2pm through until about 10pm. And then you've got the Socceroos as well on a Sunday. Such a big weekend of sport. John, thank you. We will discuss. Oh, we'll talk on Tuesday. No English Premier League this week due to the international break, but we'll have a look at the Socceroos game from Sunday. We'll chat Tuesday. All right, mate. Talk soon. Thank you, mate. John Gallo on the line. Brilliant. Knows everything about football, and we'll talk to him again next Tuesday and next Friday. That's all for Makita. Don't forget, this season, Makita is helping you rule the outdoors. All right, stack of texts there, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170, just before a break, and then Charlie Goodsir on the other side of the break, asking you what you were doing 
uh, this weekend. Your tips as well. Uh, this is from Steve-O. He says, hi, mate. Steve-O here. Uh, para and the Bunnies in the NRL. So he's going Parramatta South Sydney Grand Final next weekend. Uh, and Sydney to win in the AFL Grand Final. Thank you for that one. Uh, that one from Steve-O. This one from Carmelo asking best duos, best combinations in sport, in the history of sport. Can be any sport. Carmelo says the Woodies in tennis. Yeah, well, very hard to go past them. How many titles did they win? I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but they were awesome. Amazing doubles pairing. Maybe, maybe the best doubles pairing of all time. Uh, very, very good suggestion there, Camelo. This from the Oval Treatment. He says, hi, Dan. My predictions this weekend are the Cowboys, Panthers, and the Cats. It's certainly arguable that this is the biggest weekend for Australian sport. Uh, with wet weather predicted, it's looking like plenty of hours in front of the TV, especially when you throw in the Wallabies versus All Blacks in the start of the domestic cricket season. Uh, yes, with the Marsh One Day Cup, that from the Yeovil Treeman. Yeah, well, as I said, the Bledisloe Cup, um, which I forgot at the start of the show because there's just so much on. But tomorrow, three huge games. It's just a pity with the Bledisloe Cup, isn't it, that um, it, we're not playing for the Bledisloe Cup. Um, pity it's not a three-game series as well. But anyways, what it is, and one more for now, and we'll finish off with more a little later on. This is Rooster Man off for a boys' poker trip this weekend. Uh, Saturday, pub to watch the AFL, GF, Bledisloe and footy. Sunday, poker and beers all day. Air hockey, pool table, where we are staying on Sunday. Then Bath Bathurst Cup horses on Monday. That from the Rooster Man. What a weekend. Uh, had a text from Andrew earlier. I think that one might just beat it. Away uh, for the weekend. Enjoy it, man. Enjoy it. Uh, it will be a fun, fun weekend. Uh, so keep them coming in. 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. Best combinations of sport, best duos in sport. Um, what are you doing this weekend to celebrate the weekend of finals footy? Are you heading out? Are you throwing a party? Want to know? Uh, want to know the vibe of the town? 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. Now, I believe the grand final entertainment in the NRL is going to be announced a little later on today, but it was announced yesterday. The AFL, who always seemingly do brilliant pre-match entertainment, uh, announced yesterday Robbie Williams will be there alongside Delta Goodrum. She's going to perform alongside Robbie Williams as well. Mike Brady, Katie Noonan will be there as well, uh, plus many, many uh, more. A temper Trap uh, and a lot more. Christine Arnu, uh, Halftime Entertainment. But Robbie Williams and Delta Goodrum highlight the pre-match entertainment at the AFL Grand Final. We'll wait and see. Uh, what the NRL has in store for us. Keep those texts coming in 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. I'll get back to them soon, but after this, we'll get stuck into our weekend preview with Charlie Goodsir. It's 25 and a half to 6. Welcome back, Tradies News. In a nutshell, it is Friday morning, the 23rd of September. Keep the calls text coming in. one 1170 0457 736 736 It is Friday, so Charlie Goodsir in the studio with me ahead of a big weekend of sport. Morning, Charlie. Good morning. How are we? Uh, very well. Now, just very quickly, very quickly, before we get to your predictions this weekend, uh, you got one from four last weekend with the two NRL and the two AFL. I just want to cast your mind back. Collingwood 89, Sydney Swan 72. Look, you weren't too far away, but they were both in the 90s at the end of the game. 
Uh, blame the umpires. Blame the umpires. And Tom, and Tom Papley. Uh, yes, all right. Well, we'll get into the AFL uh, preview in a second. Uh, let's look at NRLW this weekend, though. Knights Dragons doubleheader at Suncorp Stadium at 2.05 p.m. These are semifinals. And then Roosters Eels, 3.50 p.m. Sunday afternoon at Suncorp Stadium. How good was it last week to have three NRLW games on a Sunday? Just sat there and watched it all day. Well, it, it, it made perfect sense because there was no sport on the mm. Sunday. Mm. I had, <clears throat> pardon me. COVID. You had yep. the yeah, monkeypox. <laughs> yeah, you had the NRL and the AFL um, all wrapped up by yep. then. All done. Yeah, and so it would, and just made perfect sense to wash away those Sunday scaries with a bit of NRLW action and some tr- terrific games as well. And I think one thing that really stood out was Ali Brigginshaw at the end of the Broncos game, mm. crying after losing that game and being mm. eliminated from the finals. I think it it shows the the real you know, passion. Uh, and just rawness of it all, and it's a fantastic competition. And uh, looking forward to the Knights beating the Dragons. Yes, and the Roosters beating the Eels. All right, so Knights Roosters Grand Final for you next weekend on Grand Final Day. Let's have a look at the two NRL preliminary finals this weekend tonight. Seven fifty, the North Queensland Cowboys taking on the Parramatta Eels. We know the Cowboys had a week off. The Parramatta Eels, very good against Canberra last Friday night. Uh, they flew up yesterday to Townsville. Um, the heat may be an impact. Brandy's been talking about that throughout the week. The Cowboys, they've been underestimated all year, haven't they? How do you see this one playing out tonight? 7.50, the first grand final qualifier. This one's huge. I mean, I I did tip Canberra last week. I thought they were just... They were going to be in it, and I just thought, you know, it's going to be the same old story for Parramatta. Mm. I tipped the Raiders by four. They only scored four points. Yes. Uh, yeah. So completely wrong there. Got that one wrong. I, I think I'm really going to be wrong this week. I don't yeah. have too much luck in this final series, but I'm going to tip Parramatta. Yep. I just, I don't know. It, it, is a Cinderella story about it. Mm. Last time they made a prelim, they went on to make the grand final. Yep. That was 13 years ago, so times have changed. was a while ago. Um, but I just get the feeling that they're really embracing this last dance, now or never mm. narrative. I, it's now or never for Brad Arthur's men. A lot of their players are going away. Reid Marnie, 100th game this weekend. He won't be there next year. He'll be at the mm. Bulldogs. Yeah, I, I don't want to underestimate the Cowboys, as a lot of people have done all season, and it is at home. But I, the, I, I don't know. I just think... This this fairy tale run just has at least one more week in it. Yeah, and I, I think the the weather. I I don't see that being a huge factor, to be honest. I mean that they've been climatizing the conditions mm. in Sydney. They've been training at the gym with uh, with the heaters on. They've mm. been training at the hottest part of the day. But I don't think it's going to be that big of a factor. I th- I think we've seen teams this year beat the Cowboys in these sort of nighttime tropical conditions before. Mm. Um, I think it'll be a good game, but I think. Parramatta will get the jump early, mm. and as we've seen, they just kind of hold on to that lead, and uh, yeah, they'll be the first grand finalist. I'm a bit worried. I agree with you. I think Parramatta win. Look, the Cowboys, I, I think you can't enter, uh, underestimate them. They've been good all year, but we have seen them struggle against other top four, or not even top four teams. The Roosters and Souths have struggled against as well. Home ground advantage is big for them tonight, no doubt about that, but Parramatta, they're a very momentum team. We saw that, and if, again, a bit like last week, if they can get the first couple of tries, I think, firstly, they'll quieten the crowd down, mostly Cowboys fans. There will be a few Eels fans there. But I tend to think if the Cowboys, though, get the first couple of tries, the Eels will be a little wobbly. It's a really hard one to tip. 
but I'm going to go Eels as well. I think the Eels will be in their first grand final since 2009, but this weekend is so hard to tip. Uh, now, tomorrow night, 7.50pm, the Penrith Panthers taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs at a core stadium. I want your thoughts on this before I give you mine. Um, you may be a little surprised, but how do you see this one going? This one's pretty easy for me. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here and, we go. And, and every time I say so, that, it uh, doesn't work out. The, follow, the team I predict loses. Yep. Mm. I think you're going to go Penrith, aren't you? I am going to go Penrith. Uh, it, it's pretty similar to me. They're the best team in it, I think. And all this talk about if Latrell played in last year's grand final, they would have won. It, but he didn't. Yeah, if if you know if your mum had wheels, should be a bike. Like I mean, you, you can't predict that. And I mm. think, I, I just think that it's just such a class above, and they're just such a well-oiled machine. They don't play bad games mm. in the sense that like absolute stinkers. Mm. When they play a bad game, they're still a very tough team to beat. And mm. you and when they play a bad game, you still need to beat your absolute best. Mm. And I don't think we've seen South at their absolute, absolute best in this final series. They've been very, very good. Mm. Been great, in fact, but not at their absolute best. And I just think Penrith are just such a powerhouse. They they are on their way to becoming one of the great NRL teams mm. of the modern era, and if not all time. So Penrith, man. I would say if Penrith don't win or don't win the competition, having only beat, they've been dominant for three years, but having only won one out of three, I, I don't know. Um, I would love to see a Penrith Parramatta grand final. I think Penrith will win, but for some reason, and I've felt this all year, and I don't know why, and I'm probably going to be proven wrong in the next 10 days, I've just had this nagging feeling all year that they won't win the competition. Now, they may well win tomorrow and still not go on to win the competition, but there's just something there. And look, South's on there in terms of them. They were good in week one against the Roosters. They were good last weekend against Cronulla, but if they make the same mistakes they made against Cronulla, against Penrith, they won't get within 20 or 30 points. They have to be at their best. And just quickly, the other asterisk to this as well is if Souths are to beat Penrith, you would imagine that's going to take an enormous effort. So whoever they play at the in the grand final, they would be fairly confident as well coming into it. So there's a lot on the line for South Sydney tomorrow night. Yeah, and I think I saw a comment that said five straight prelims without a grand final win is a foul. I don't, I don't think so. I think you look at mm. the teams they've come up against in those prelims. That most of the time they've gone on to win the grand final mm. and played one of the best grand finals of recent memory last year. Yep. In was a low scoring thriller mm. against one of the what will be one of the best sides of all time. So I, yeah. It will be a good game. I think it will be close to the first 50 minutes, but I think Penrith, just the class above, really. We will have a huge NRL Grand Final preview next week on the show. Uh, who will it be? Uh, who would you like to see? I know your team's not in there. Who would you like to see? Oh, a Penrith Para yeah. would be absolutely amazing. And I think Para fans would really believe that they're in with a huge chance if it's Para Penrith. It is. I mean, you cast your mind back a couple of weeks ago, 7-6 at half time, but they have to get there. Both teams still have to get there before we see uh, what happens with that. So really exciting weekend of NRL AFL Grand Final tomorrow, 2.30. Robbie Williams, pre-match entertainment. A bit of rumours about Kylie Minogue as well. That's very exciting. Um, the game itself, though, Swans, one-point victors over uh, Collingwood last week. Geelong into the Grand Final. They are favourites, Geelong. Are you going to upset a lot of our Sydney-based sisters in the next 30 seconds? Yeah, this one's pretty easy for oh, me. Oh, here we go. Oh, good. This is good news for Swans fans. <laughs> this is great news. Uh, what I saw from Geelong on that Friday night against Brisbane was one of the best performances I've seen all year. Mm. Swans were very, very, very good for mm. two and a half quarters. Mm. 
and then you could see them get really nervous in the next one and a half. They were playing some of the safest, mm. most boring brand of footy. And when you play it in a final and try to run it out, you're just going to get overrun. So if they play like that again, yeah. they're going to lose. Geelong by 10 goals plus. Ooh, that's minimum. big. Okay. I don't. I think it'll be closer. I'm predicting the Swans will win um, purely because you you're are. saying Geelong is going to lose. <laughs> you, you are right about that yeah. uh, after that second quarter, though. I, was, I watched the first half at home on Saturday afternoon, and then I was going out to meet a few friends, um, have a few drinks, drink responsibly, of course, as I did. Um, and the third quarter, I was checking the scores, and then all of a sudden it just got closer and closer and closer. I looked at that fourth quarter it's very tense, very tense. The Swans fans would have been happy though, wouldn't they, Charlie? I was surrounded by a hundred Swans fans at the game. Me wearing my my long sleeve Collingwood jersey, my Collingwood hat. The only person cheering, and I, I, I thought we were going to snatch it. And that's the thing: if we had won that game, we would have stolen it. The Swans were a better team for the majority of the game. Mm. So I'm not too disheartened that we lost. It wasn't mm. like we throw away a lead. It's mm. just that we let them get ahead so far in that game. Just quickly, the Buddy situation mm. another year, does that um, lift their spirits for tomorrow afternoon, the Swans? I absolutely think it does. Um, whether or not I agree with the decision, personally, I think no. I haven't seen enough from Buddy this year mm. to say that he warrants a, another year. But I do think he gets bums on seats. He's one of the greatest players of our generation I think one more year is absolutely fine. I wouldn't pay any, any more of that, but I think it's a huge boost to not only the the team, but also the fans as well, getting out there, knowing that Buddy will be back next year. And if they don't win, they've still got a very good younger of players mm. who will go around again, and that, that could be there next year. And hasn't won a comp with the Swans yet, so that would be icing on the not cake yet. tomorrow afternoon. That would afternoon. be perfect. We will see in the next 40, uh, less than 48 hours. Thank you, Charlie. So your tips this weekend in the NRL are... Oh, I forgot. Parramatta. Uh, yeah, Parramatta and Penrith. Yep, and AFL Geelong. Geelong by 10 goals minimum. All right, well, you got one from four last week. Let's see if you can go for three from three. Uh, we will see big weekend of sport. We will chat about it uh, next week and preview the NRL Grand Final. Looking forward to it. Cannot wait. Thank you, Charlie. Now, uh, did you agree with Charlie? Any of his thoughts with Charlie? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. We'll take a break. Come back with more. This is Tradies News in a Nutshell. Six and a half to six. Don't forget, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator or tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. Australia's biggest, Beaumont Tiles, together with us, want to boost your business. Head to iCanWin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Connect with Beaumont Tiles and enter now at iCanWin.com.au. Not a great start for the Opals at the World Cup, Basketball World Cup, going down to France yesterday, 70 points to 57. Seven, so let's hope they can bounce back in their next match. On the text line, uh, this from Muzz. Good morning, Dan. Best combos in sport. Beer and meat pies. Uh, yeah, go the mighty bloods. Yes, go the swans. Uh, this Tom from Tommy at Heathcote. He says, morning, best combinations, Tiger Woods and Steve Williams, Matt Hayden and Justin Langer, and Muhammad Ali's left and right. Cheers, Tommy at Heathcote. Very good text, Tommy. Uh, from Bulldog Tom, morning, Dan. With the summer of cricket coming up, a modern duo I can think of would be Marnus Lubbershane and Steve Smith. So many pivotal partnerships making world-class bowlers look A-grade. That one from Bulldog Tom. 
Tom and Chookman says, Hi, Dan. Court Marsh, Bold Lily. What a combo. Can't disagree. Thank you for all those texts. Good news for the Roosters, by the way. Looks like uh, Sam Walker is going to sign a, a multi-million dollar contract extension with the Roosters. Unfortunately, though, for the Broncos, that's ruled out him returning. He says he's going to focus on that after he gets through this weekend's Prime Minister's 13th clash on Sunday at Suncorp Stadium. Thanks for your company this week. Big weekend of sport coming up with the two NRL prelims and the AFL Grand Final. Vossi and Brandy through SCN 11.70am in Sydney coming up next to preview it all. Patton Hills through SCN Q693 and 16.20 Gold Coast. I'll catch you back here Tuesday morning, NFL Monday morning. I'll see you Tuesday at 5am. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit website of stuff.com. Com.